Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That's 910 The Fan, home of ECU Hoops. We're honored to welcome Coach Ryan Odom into the studio. Great to have you here. Take me back to Greece. You guys spent a couple weeks there. You got you had so much going on there. You had new players that had to gel. You, you got to do the sightseeing. You got to eat the baklava. You want to give everybody the downtime to, to hang out, get to know each other. How did you structure that? What, what did that do for your team? One key thing you forgot was the Greek salad with the feta. <laughs> a I little mean, feta? Yeah, a little feta, like big blocks of feta. Oh, now it we're It was talking. incredible. Yes. Now everybody, everybody on our team and staff is still eating the Greek salad. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to Stella's. Yeah. Going, <laughs> I love the feta at Joe's Stella's. in, they're getting a Greek salad. I, I've never been to Greece, Yeah. but the, the feta at Stella's? That, that that's my one seat. Does is that? It's it's incredible. Yeah, it it holds its own. Okay, and there's no doubt about it. <laughs> Add a little chicken, maybe a little tzatziki there. And oh, now, now we're talking. Now now it's money. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was an incredible experience for us. Um, you know, for me personally, my entire family was there. Uh, the majority of the families of our staff went. Um, and so it's it's really a once in a lifetime experience. Not everybody gets to do it. And so we made sure that our guys understood, you know, the importance of and the the factor of appreciation, right? Uh, appreciating the opportunity to travel across the world and see a place that where virtually everything kind of started, and uh, and and we saw so many cool sights. Uh, the ability for us, or the opportunity for us, to be able to connect, you know, as a basketball family, uh, was huge. And we have a ton of. You know, players, you know, from different places uh, coming into now, they're now all Rams. We have a staff, you know, that is being integrated, you know, where, you know, folks that have been with me for a number of years, you know, both at Utah State and UMBC. And then now we're, we're merging that with, you know, VCU folks and Darius Theus, Bradford Burgess and Daniel Roos and Josh Wall, our trainer, Sophia, you know, our academic coordinator. Uh, obviously, the administrators were there, and you know Ed, who hired me, you know, and 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 so it was an opportunity for us to really connect and grow as a team, and uh, we'll we'll be forever thankful. It, you you can have all the talent in the world, but they got to like each other too. Yeah. What's your role as as a coach in facilitating that and and, and making sure that cohesion? Well, happens? I think it's just making sure that we spend time together, right? And you need to spend time together on the court. You know, where, you know, it's hot, you know, the coals are, are hot and it's fire uh, and there, there's pressure um, both in practice and obviously eventually in games and, and you grow closer together through those experiences. But you also have to do it, you know, when the lights aren't on. And, and certainly we, we did it in a lot of different ways. 
Uh, we read a book this past summer called Legacy, which is you know about the the All Blacks, uh, you know the, the the rugby team from New Zealand. Learned a ton, you know, through that experience. You know, over the course of the summer, we finished it right before we went to Greece, and so it was really fresh in our guys' minds. It's something that we'll reference all season. Um, different aspects of it. We did it the other day, actually. Intensity, training to win. That was the message. Nice. Um, and so, you know, for us, you know, it might be top golf. You know, it might be putt putt. You know, it might be video games. It might be ping pong. You know, after practice. Um, you know, it's an opportunity for us to continue to get to know one another. It's meals, quite honestly. You know, it's sitting together and having a meal. Um, that's how you connect. And you begin to earn one another's trust. You begin to learn what makes one another tick, uh, what might make somebody angry, and you back off a little bit. You know where the buttons are. And so you don't, you don't do, you don't, you won't learn all that if you're not together. And so that's what we try to do you know, as much as possible. I love it. He's Ryan Odom, coach of ECU basketball. Black and gold game coming up this weekend. For folks who come out to the Seagull Center, what, what are they going to get to see? Yeah, they're going to see a group of players that and coaches that are passionate for the game, uh, that love to play, uh, that are excited to, you know, get to know fans, you know, our fans, our VCU fans. Uh, I know they're excited to sign some autographs for the kids and, and others that want them. Um, and then, you know, an opportunity for our women's team to play as well and, 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 you know, engage with their fans, you know, as well with our fans as well. And so it's, it's a great day um, and one that we're, we're certainly excited about. You know, the basketball, you know, will be fun. You know, they'll get up and down the court. They'll compete hard. And, uh, and it's going to be a fun day. Awesome. And we'll see you next week at the uh, Dominion Classic Golf Tournament. Yes. We'll be broadcasting our show live from the golf okay. tournament. I understand you're part of the pro-am here. Yes. Um, how's, how's the golf game? I, you've golf been busy. game been is just okay. Yeah. yeah, it's just okay. <laughs> you're, um, you're with- definitely not a scratch golfer, uh, <laughs> you know, but it'll be fun. You know, just don't make fun of me when I... <laughs> Hit one, hit a slice it to the left. You're paired with Coach Mooney, I believe. Yes. Uh, did you win? Hopefully. Did you I don't win? Know. The, did you win the cookoff? I I did not win the cookoff. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did not win the well, cookoff this, this, this year. Is, this is round two. We then. finished second. All right. You know, second place um, in the cookoff. Second not, place no in the cookoff. In <laughs> I think Coach Mooney did well too in the cookoff, but he didn't win either. Okay. So we we both went home with an L that day. Um, you know. But anyway, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get you back to the, uh, back to the kitchen. We'll be trying. You got so much to work on when you're here in Richmond. Yeah, so there's no so question. No things. question. He's, I was a little disappointed with that, but <laughs> you know, Michelle's an unbelievable cook. He's uh, he's coach Ryan Odom, VCU basketball. Um, is there any update on, on Joe Bamisell? Anything? You Nothing yet. On? Yeah. We're still waiting. You know, all the information is in the NCAA's hands at this point. And so we're just waiting for a final ruling and, and we'll kind of see where it, how it shakes out after that. Um, you know, we're, we're confident. Uh, we're not overconfident because we understand, you know, things can be viewed in a lot of different ways, but we are confident that Joe should play and should have the opportunity to play. He's been through a lot. Uh, he's got documented me- mental health uh, things that he's had to deal with that the NCA approved for him, you know, in the past. And, uh, you know, the VCU was and is the only school where he could graduate within a year, and he's going to be able to do that in the spring. And so, um, you know, continuing his major and, uh, and he's home with his family and um, able to help. And so I think that's a, that says it all, you know, to us. But at the same time, you know, it's not our job to rule on it. It's our job to present the case. And, 
you know, our folks at VCU have done an amazing job with that. And, you know, we trust where it's at. We well, wish you the best of luck with that. And with the upcoming season, black and gold game Saturday at the Siegel Center. Drop by. He's Coach Ryan Odom. Thanks for making time for us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Tons of fun, uh, that interview uh, with uh, Ryan Odom. We were so happy to uh, host him here yesterday. Like I said, uh, three segments yesterday on AWOD Radio went deep on this year's roster. Um, get get to know a lot of these guys. Uh, some of them are names you'll recognize. Jason Nelson, uh, running point. He was at UR last year, uh, played for those great John Marshall teams uh, that won so many titles. Fats Billups, of course, coming back from Verina. Um, some real local talent, Roosevelt Wheeler. Uh, played with Jason Nelson at John Marshall, so he's going to be a ton of fun to watch. Uh, and then you've got the uh, you've got the guys coming from Utah State as well, Sean Sean Berstow and uh, Max Shulga, uh, both transfer in with Odom from Utah State. Um, they'll help set the tone. Uh, should mention Connor Odom, of course, uh, last name the giveaway there transferred in as well. Uh, I think that was probably the uh, probably the easiest recruiting pitch. Of the three for uh, for sure as well. Uh, he referenced at the end there Joe Bamisil, who is on the roster for now, pending an NCAA ruling on an appeal for his eligibility. If he's ruled ineligible, he will still get to play another season. Uh, he'll just have to wait a year uh, and then opt to do that next year or not. Kwani Kwani, another name that was dropped. Uh, he's a uh, he's a forward, six foot nine from Australia. Um, we'll, uh, we'll see how healthy he is on Saturday. His offseason health was a question, um, but sounds like things are moving in a positive direction there. So I think it's going to be a really fun team to watch. I think it's going to be uh, j- just loads of fun out there at the Siegel Center this year. And as I mentioned, that early season schedule, tons of home games. Only ro- road non-conference game is, is the neutral site, that uh, MTE tournament, as they call it, uh, where they'll go down to Orlando over Thanksgiving play Iowa State, uh, and then either Boise State or Virginia Tech in the second game, as well as a third game. Now, the true irony there would be if they draw Penn State uh, in the final game, which would take a little bit of luck, a little bit of skill, uh, get paired up against Ace Baldwin and uh, and Mike Rhodes, who are out there. So tons of fun on the VCU schedule. Oh, and it's all right here, 910 The Fan, your local home for VCU hoops. Right now it's MP on the mic, though. We're off and running on a a Thursday, having a great time here. Uh, Plenty of fun ahead when we get back. Take a look uh, at the college football landscape as well as what happened last night in the world of baseball. This is MP on the mic. You're listening to 910 The Fan, now 105.1 FM. This is MP on the mic on Sports Radio 910 The Fan and 105.1 FM. All right, here we go. It's uh, it's our favorite time of week. We get to chat uh, with the one and only CBS 6 uh, sports anchor, sports director. Uh, it is time for Thursdays with Lane. That almost worked. That almost worked, Josh. Lane, what's up, dude? I'm good. How are you? I'm not going to lie. We have, we have a really cool introductory music. Um, the Boston Philharmonic scored it. Um, you know, it's uh, Katy Perry did, did lead vocals. Uh, we did, it didn't fire on the machine. Uh, we were. Yeah, I get that a lot. 
You're, you're, you'll have to you'll have to wait for next week. We'll uh, we'll try yeah. again. All right, it's our guy Lane Casadone, CBS Six Sports. Lane, welcome aboard. Uh, final score Friday this week. We got a. I, I want to just start with the high school because we got a really fun slate. Uh, the fan will be out there at Hermitage Glen Allen. Um, some really fun games in the area. Yeah, Hermitage Glen Allen. You could walk in between those two fields. I think they're they're they back up to each other. Uh, unfortunately, these two won't face each other in the playoffs now with uh, Glenn Allen having moved up to class six, but this is, I take the under if you are so inclined <laughs> in such matters, because these are a couple of very good defenses that will be on full display tomorrow night. It's uh, it, it, it's going to be a ton of fun and uh, the season rolls along. My goodness, it's already, uh, you know, already middle of October and uh, playoff pictures starting to crystallize. You got Benedictine playing against collegiate everybody's uh, jockeying for postseason position this time of year is the hsl has put out now two weeks of their top 20 regional rankings uh and this is really where this is where you'll find out who you might face in the playoffs and this is also where they determine who's at home and who has to travel uh during at least the first week and then subsequent weeks after that so everyone starts looking at those numbers and this is why a lot of the coaches and athletic directors have scheduled the way they have is for those specific rankings. You may wonder, you know, why, why are you playing a school from, you know, the beach or Fredericksburg or somebody from a different part of the state? Part of it is uh, uh, availability, which is the most important ability. Uh, uh, but yes. the other part of it is they look at those playoff rankings and they look to find teams that will do well outside of their game because once you beat a team, you become their biggest fan for the rest of the year. That's, that's how it works. Uh, the the computer, uh, you know, take, takes all that into account, and uh, it's like the old BCS days. You're you're rooting for your team, and you're rooting for the computer to to spit out the right numbers for you. We uh, yeah exactly yeah, exactly. We we didn't win the Powerball on the show last night. That's why we're here doing it. So uh, you know the the numbers did not bounce in our favor uh, uh, this week, at least. Maybe next week. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll move on to college football with Lane Casadone, CBS 6. And uh, I'm, I'm excited for this Virginia Tech-Wake Forest game. We know what Dave Clawson's uh, crew can do. Uh, the Hokies have a – look, two and four next couple games uh, against these guys and, uh, and Syracuse. So Wake and Syracuse, uh, you know, if, if you squint, you can see the path to 500, Lane. Oh, no, absolutely. But you're right. It's games like this that they have to win. You can forgive them – for dropping a road trip to Florida State, even though that was a five-point game at one point. Uh, you can forgive them for a couple of other things, but now that it's, it, it appears that Chiron Drones is going to be the number one guy at quarterback, uh, they need to, and Brett Price said this as much on Tuesday, they need to put a full game together. Um, you keep hearing this phrase from a lot of coaches, complimentary football, and Brent called back to the days where Tech could, you know, smother opponents to death with defense, or they could count on one or two or three big special teams plays to turn the tide in their favor, or they could, you know, just run over somebody with their offense. They don't have any of those things this year, but what they do need to do is just have a little of each and have them all working on the same night. It's tough to do that. It's a lot tougher than you would think, especially when you're trying to rebuild a program and trying to, you know, get the culture back to doing that on a regular basis. And the more and more that we see 
teams like UVA and Virginia Tech and teams across the country struggle to do that on a weekly basis, the more we appreciate how much guys like Frank Beamer and George Welsh did it for years. Uh, you know, clearly in a different time for the game. Game has changed a little bit. Society has changed quite a bit. But those guys did it week in and week out, and you have to marvel and be impressed at their ability to do that year after year. Don't you talk about the game changing? I got a giant kick this week out of uh, 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 I was gonna say Bob Stoops, uh, Mark Stoops, uh, uh, Kentucky. I uh, say, well, you're tired of losing. You just gotta gotta give open up your wallet. Gotta gotta buy me some better players. And he's not wrong, is he? <laughs> the the game is the game, and uh, you know that that was always my biggest laugh. Is oh nil like Saban and Kirby Smart? They're gonna hate this. Like it makes everybody a, a contender. Like who do you think has the most money here? Like come on now. Oh sure, yeah. I mean, it, I've I've heard so many stories from coaches even around here that you know some of these schools just have to tap one or two people, and they can literally have a half million dollars at their disposal. And it's the way college athletics runs now. And uh, I kind of go back and forth about, you know, good for the players for getting their share of it at the time. But at the same time, um, you know, the portal and being able to transfer back and forth left and right, it, it is really hard for fans and people who follow a program and support a program to have that kind of connection with players that, might be here today and gone tomorrow. Um, and I, I think eventually it might be to the detriment of the game. Um, and I don't know how to, I, you know, you've opened this door. I don't know how you close it again. So um, even if coaches who do not like it, and most of them don't, they're going to have to learn to live with it. Yeah, you wonder if we'll get to a full contract, you know, situation where, you know, in the NFL, if you sign a four-year deal, doesn't matter if, if the coach – moves along you you got to hang around we uh we actually had uh, ryan odom on the show earlier uh you know that's that's a guy who had to work the portal hard i mean basically came in with an empty cupboard had to had to build a team from scratch in a few minutes yeah he had five players left over from last year and one was a red shirt that didn't see the court one was fat phillips who was done playing by the middle of december last year so he really only had has two players remaining that saw any significant time uh, on the court last year in uh, Zeb Jackson and Toby Lawal. So, yeah, he brought two players with him from Utah State who are used to the way he does things. He brought in three local players, which I thought was a, a stroke of genius for a coach that is trying to endear himself to the local community for the first time. You don't have to know much about Ryan Odom, what he's done, or how he coaches, but you will know that, hey, I remember watching that kid in high school, or, hey, that's a familiar name. That's, you know, that's huge for somebody that is trying to not only build a team, but maybe in some ways rebuild a fan base, too. No question. The little, little crosstown steal, too, there on Jason Nelson. You know, you know that one went down well on Broad Street. Well, you know, it's, it's funny. Uh, Jason had lost his starting spot over at Richmond, and there are just, you know, maybe it didn't work there for one reason or another, and you hope for the kids' sake that it will work at VCU. So, um, it's just a contrast of styles. I know Richmond didn't recruit him with the thought or the hope that, you know, it wouldn't work out. They really wanted it to work out. And he was given, you know, the, every opportunity. And for whatever reason, it just didn't mesh over there. So this is the first one, I think, and I don't know, I, I, I don't go back that far, but 
people that go back further than me cannot recall yep. a player ever transferring between these two schools. He might be the first one ever. A little, little bit of juice on the rivalry. We like that. He's uh, Lane Casadane, CBS 6 Sports. Lane, as I look ahead, next Thursday, uh, we're, we're going to be out at the uh, out at the golf course. I'll be doing the show live from the Dominion Charity Classic. I know you guys will be out there with CBS 6. Uh, Coach Odom, Coach Mooney, and Parney are actually playing together in the Pro-Am. Uh, I'd, I'd love for you to handicap that matchup. Uh, yeah, I think they have handicap enough in that threesome, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, I will, I, I will, I will go to watch. I've actually played with Parney, and if he could play on a regular basis, he'd be pretty good. It's that day uh, job. That day job just gets in the way. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Work always gets in the way of you being good at something. That one hundred percent. I would be very interested. I've never seen Ryan Odom play. Uh, and I would be very interested to see because Chris Mooney, I would think, with his length and his obvious athleticism, I would think that if he could fine-tune his swing and get a hold of one, I bet you he hits it really, really long. So I would be very, very interested to follow that group for a couple of holes next week. No doubt we may get that chance. Uh, before you roll, uh, final score Friday this week. Want to tee that up for us? Yes, uh, tomorrow night, 11-10-ish. Uh, our game of the week is Metallica at Hopewell, but we will have people at Glen Allen and Hermitage. We'll also have a camera at uh, Hanover is out at Verina, a big test for the Hawks um, to see if they can slow down Verina's offense. And, uh, you know, another big test for Verina, they won at Glen Allen last week by shutting out the Jaguars in the second half. So, it's the time of the year when you really need your defense to step up and just get enough offense, you know, one more point than your opponent. So I think that's what we're seeing across the board right now. That is so true. And then uh, Commanders Falcons on Sunday, I was hoping your RVA Sports Award co-host Taylor Heineke would be playing. We'd get a revenge game. We'd, We'd just get a regular old football game instead. Yeah, I, and I believe that's on. It's on CBS Six Sunday, is it not? Let's go. There you go. The old, the old crossflex sure. making things happen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, I know it's a CBS game, and we usually we we have a small discussion each week about which game we might like to pick. And I know that when the commanders are available, it's never a discussion. So uh, you should be able to see that on CBS Six. And really, that, I mean, that's a a bit of a crossroads game for them too. They had a couple extra days to come off what a lot of people, and you would know this better than I, a lot of people think is the worst loss that team has had in recent memory. So it will be very interesting to see how they bounce back against a comparable team talent-wise and where they're trying to build their roster. So um, this is a huge game for Ron Rivera and Sam Howell just to see how they react and bounce back from such a huge letdown last Thursday. And Lane does not need my confirmation, but he has it. It will be on CBS 6. Uh, you can tune in 1 o'clock on Sunday. Lane, always appreciate you. Thanks for dropping by. Michael, thanks for having me. Have a great weekend, everyone. Certainly will. We'll step aside. Much more after this. You're listening to 910 The Fan, now 105.1 FM. To Bernard, bottom of the right circle. Tough angle shot. Save made rebound. He scores! It's Connor Bernard's first National Hockey League goal. He did it on a wraparound. He beat Olmark to the air post. And Bedard slipped it in behind him for the first National Hockey League goal of his career. May it be the first of a thousand. It's one nothing Hawks. It's, uh, they had a great, a great television uh, graphic on that. It was uh, chasing history. Wayne Gretzky with his hundreds of goals. Gunnar Bedard 
one, the Blackhawks phenom, often running this season, scores on his first uh, on his first NHL goal. We will welcome in in a moment Steve Wino of the Associated Press. He'll chat uh, chat some puck with us. Get us ready. Capitals open their season uh, tomorrow night, Friday night. Uh, with a game against their rival, the Pittsburgh Penguins. That one's going to be a ton of fun uh, out there at Capital One Arena in D.C. We'll keep tabs on them this year, keep tabs on Ovechkin as he rolls towards history, uh, work towards uh, catching Wayne Gretzky, which will not happen this year. If he puts up a 40-goal season, he's got it in sight potentially next year. Uh, we'll uh, we'll see. That's... Uh, that that's uh, that's part of the game. That's part of what we'll ask Steve Wino about uh, when he joins us here. We have Steve Wino, the Associated Press, on the line. What's up, man? What's up, dude? How are you? I'm good. I, I do want to ask you about Connor Bedard. I want to ask you about Ovi. I want to ask you about all these things. But I think you know why we're here. Uh, this summer, you and I uh, made a trip to Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. Uh, great esta- what we thought was Raising Cane's. Well, yes, what we thought was Raising Cane's, yes. Great establishment. We both love Raising Cane's. Shout out to Raising Cane's. We went to the one at VCU, and we walked in. And what happened, Steve Wino? Uh, Michael, it, it, it was not a Raising Cane's. It was a, the Rams Coop instead. It was the Rams. They had re- rebranded it. VCU owned the food court, and they rebranded it as Rams Coop Chicken Fingers. That's fine. We're resilient. We bounce back. We're sports reporters. But then we go to pay, and they they didn't have money or something. They, they, they did not have money. So you have to pay in cash, which is fine. But they, the only change came in nickels, dimes, and pennies for some reason. Um, I, I, the pile of, of change that you, the photo you took on the table was, was a, one of the more memorable moments of that experience. <laughs> we got a table full of nickels and tiny chicken fingers. Was was the end of the Rams Coop chicken finger experience? My last Rams Coop experience. It was it was it was not it was not a raising canes experience. It was not a raising canes experience. We do love some raising canes. We love some Steve Wino. Uh, thanks for joining the program. It is great to have you on. Uh, everything happening in the world of hockey here. Uh, opening night, Vegas raises the banner. Uh, caps open tomorrow night. Uh, let's start there um, for Ovechkin. Last year was a year of so many milestones and, and histories and moments. Uh, this year kind of isn't. We're, we're almost two years away from the fun. How, how do they navigate that that interim? Essentially, it, it's no none of these kind of speech every three or four games or worried about the next milestone, but everybody knows the record is still on Alex Ovechkin's mind. It's still the thing the Capitals are building toward. This is uh, If it were not for Alex Ovechkin chasing this record, the Capitals would probably be in a rebuilding situation right now. But they are trying to contend for the playoffs because – the, re- the reality is to have Alex Ovechkin score 73 or more goals over the next two or three seasons, they need to be a contending team. They need to be able to win games and put him in position to score goals. And, and this really is a, a kind of a, the, 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 a big year because, look, Alex Ovechkin's 38 years old, and you know that as much as he's kind of fought off five other time, time is undefeated, and that he's not going to be able to score 40, 50 goals at, a third, as, at 39, at 40 years old. So this is an important year for the Capitals, and, and they've tried to do that, surround him with players to get him to 30, 40 goals, to get him to the point where at some point late next season he can catch and pass Wayne Gretzky's record. I said he couldn't do it at 38 either. I said he couldn't do it at 37 or 36. So at, at some point I'll be right if I keep making the prediction. Yes, and, and, and that's what T.J. Oshie said to us the other day, is, is every year people think this will be the year he falls off, and he doesn't. But you know there's going to be diminishing returns. It's just what happens to every single athlete at a certain point. 
Tom Brady did it into his 40s. Alex Ovechkin is doing it into his late 30s, and it's still impressive, but he's not the same, not going to be able to score at the same clip that he did in his late 20s, early 30s. He's already done this better than any goal scorer in NHL history at this age, but you have to imagine that it's not like he's got three seasons left on his deal and he can get 30 or 25 goals each of those years. You have to figure if he gets to 40 this year, he gets himself a good shot. It, you mentioned that they had brought in a, a young cast to, to surround him with. Uh, who, who are you excited to watch uh, on the Caps when the puck drops on Friday night? It, it, Connor McMichael is a, is a guy who was a first-round pick many years ago, a, a highly touted prospect, and this is the year to either prove you're an NHL player or not. He's going to get a big opportunity playing with Vinny Kuznetsov and Tom Wilson right off the hop, and, and the Capitals are expecting a lot out of him. Uh, Alex Ovechkin starting with Nick Backstrom and TJ Oshie, not the fastest of, of, of footed lines, ever ever seen in hockey, but some familiarity that the new coach, Spencer Carberry, likes there. Yep. Uh, Connor McMichael is the guy, and, and, and we're not going to see him probably against the Penguins, but on Monday against Calgary Flames, Matthew Phillips, who might be five foot five, uh, Michael, you know how short I am. <laughs> this kid is shorter than I am. There you go. 140 pounds and, and should be playing for the Capitals. He's made the, the opening night roster, probably a healthy scratch in the opener, but will probably play on Monday against Calgary. This kid is small but he can skate, he can play. It's going to be fun to watch, and you kind of hope and root for a kid like that to stick around. I love it. Steve Wine, the Associated Press. i got to find out if I'm related to Matthew Phillips. We've got to, got, got to figure out. You know, get, get him on the program, uh, Phillips and Phillips here. Uh, that, that'll, be, uh, that'll be fun to watch. Uh, puck drop uh, Friday night. Uh, Caps pins. Great rivalry match. Uh, we're with Steve Wino, the Associated Press. He knows everything about hockey, though. Uh, Connor Bedard has, has won as he chases Ovechkin. Uh, is this kid the real deal? Uh, how excited are you for his, uh, his debut? Yeah, Michael, he is. And, and Connor Bedard is, is probably the, highest, the, the most hyped hockey prospect since Connor McDavid almost a decade ago. He's never going to be McDavid. I, I think Connor McDavid is the most talented, best player we're going to see in our lifetimes. I just think he's an unattainable kind of, of, of reach for any player. But Connor Bedard, at, at 18 years old, he's a little bit on the small end, but with the way hockey's going, you can play and thrive and play 15, 20 years and star at, at 5'8, 5'9, 5'10. Uh, he's got a great shot. He scored his first goal. Uh, at, at Boston last night, uh, had an assist on, on a goal in, in his NHL debut the other night at Pittsburgh. This kid's for real. I mean, he might have 30, 40 goals as a rookie, as an 18-year-old. Uh, he, he's going he's gonna to be much must-watch television. Even though the Chicago Blackhawks are not going to be that good of a team, Connor Bedard is, is, is a guy fans are going to want to get to watch just as much as they've watched Sidney Crosby, Alex Ovechkin, and Connor McDavid over the years. And if we know how often Chicago gets programmed on a national TV, they'll get a chance to see him, too, un- unlike, uh, <laughs> unlike those Edmonton games. No doubt about it. And, and, and if there's an outdoor game in the next few years, you have to imagine the Chicago Blackhawks will again be part of one. They should do it at the same time as the NASCAR race through Grant Park. Have the hockey game and the NASCAR race around the stadium at the same time. I'm just, I'm, I'm just here to help them juice up their ratings. Uh, you're yeah, welcome, if, NHL. If, 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 you, if, you, yeah, if you need to know who to call at the NHL for that idea, I can <laughs> Perfect. All right, my boss here, Zach. He's he's a big he's a big Canes fan. Uh, you know he, he he's got it. He's got a team worth rooting for. Uh, what what can you say about the Canes this year? This is the Carolina Hurricanes, not Raising Canes, correct? Uh, we're not. We're done with Raising Canes. Raising Canes, yeah, no, we're still in on Rams. Coop, we're all the way out on that. That's that's yeah, the no, show policy now. No, Carolina's got a good team. I I have them uh, going at least to the Eastern Conference Final, probably in the Cup Final. Uh, this this is a, an exciting team. Andrei Sveshnikov, who who literally grew up like looking up to Alex Ovechkin, coming off a torn ACL, but he should be healthy in the next couple of weeks to play. If Carolina's goaltending holds up, which is the question we've been asking every year, when when they've got a couple of, of older older players 
in that position. They've got probably the best coach in hockey in Rod Brindamore. And, and, and this, is, this is the year, just like it is for Connor McMichael on an individual level, this is the year for the Carolina Hurricanes to make the leap and show they're an actual Stanley Cup contender. He's Steve Wino of the Associated Press. Uh, he'll be breaking down all the NHL action all season long. Uh, you want to take us out west? Who, who do you like in the west? Yeah, he happens to know others than Connor McDavid is, is the, the pick. I mean, I, I picked the, the Vegas Golden Knights to, to go to the Stanley Cup final and go back-to-back because they're take, bringing back essentially the same roster that won the Stanley Cup minus a couple of guys. But this is Connor McDavid's year, and, and the Oilers got smacked around by the Vancouver Canucks on opening night 8-1. to Goaltending is going to be in their question because they need to have, find someone to keep the puck out of the net. But Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl sound a little bit like when the Colorado Avalanche kept losing in the playoffs a few years ago. Guys like Nathan McKinnon and Cal McCarr were like, "It's time for us to win. It's time. It's time." That's what the, that's what Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers sound like. Uh, I feel like it makes a lot of sense to be spending some time in Edmonton this year. It's spe- spend a little time in Edmonton this year. Do you like Edmonton? I'm putting you on the spot love- there. I love Edmonton. No, no, I, I spent I spent three weeks in Edmonton outside of the playoff bubble when it was held there for the Stanley Cup final in 2020. Uh, I'm on a, unsurprisingly on a first name basis with at least a half a dozen bartenders <laughs> in Edmonton as a result of, of that time. Uh, a great a great Czech restaurant, fantastic kind of food bar, a great sports town, a great hockey town, and much better weather in June than in the middle of winter. He's not just hockey insights, uh, travel insights for your northern Canadian vacations, folks. Steve Wino's your guy. Uh, Steve Wino, Associated Press, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go on this. Capitals drop the puck tomorrow night against the Pens. Um, what's a realistic expectation for this year's Capitals team? They're a bubble playoff team. And, and, and I think uh, from everybody externally is saying that this is a team that's, that's very old and probably won't be in the mix for the playoffs. I don't know if it's a little bit of, of our equivalent of Ashburn syndrome that you look at this team and say, yeah, they've got enough to make the playoffs. I, I think this is a team that should be contending around the deadline. They wouldn't be sellers, that they'll be in the mix. And it's going to come down to, to three or four games of, of whether they can get in as the last wildcard team or, or miss out. But that's really kind of where this, this team is built to, to be right now, is content to make the playoffs, be as good as possible, help Ovechkin score a bunch of goals, and be a fun team to watch. And, and I think, if nothing else, they will be a fun team that will win more games than they lose. Well, dude, it's tons of fun having you on the show. Hopefully you'll come back sometime and uh, break down the world of hockey for us again. Thanks, Michael. Talk to you soon. All right, there you go. Steve Wine on the Associated Press. Uh, NHL season starts uh, started Tuesday with Vegas raising the banner. Starts in Washington tomorrow night. Uh, Caps pins rivalry game to get things going up there. Alex Ovechkin uh, chasing history needs a, a seventy and change goals. Uh, won't get that this season, as Steve Wino noted. Uh, this season's about setting him up to do it next year. If he can, if he can put in a forty goal season, if he can get. You know, get get rolling like uh, the Ovechkin of old always did. Uh, he sets himself up to to reach that next year. Otherwise, it could could very well be could very well be a three year process. That's uh, that's not unthinkable up in Washington. But our this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 